0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 51 of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're talking about sleep hygiene, or a lack thereof, and why we're so tired all the time. But before we get into that, you know how it goes. We want to tell you where you can find us when this podcast episode is over. You can always hop over to our Instagram, that's Our Lives in Real Time, where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. And you can join our Facebook group where we'd love to hear from you, ask a question, start a conversation. And that can be found at longstory.com shorties. You can also email us at Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you that way as well. And just a quick programming note that there will be no Tuesday episode next week, but our Girls Gone Hallmark episode will drop a day early on Wednesday. And you know, we have a back catalog of over 100 episodes if you've missed one. And you can always hop over to our website, MeganandWendy.com if you're really dying for more Megan and Wendy content.
1: I mean, I think we're a great podcast to, like, throw on if you are, you know, preparing food for Thanksgiving or something like that. Don't you think so? Like a throw-on, conversational chat with us, sort of. Yes, it's
0: not a true crime podcast where you need to pay attention to every detail. You can really just kind of, like, let us play in the background while you're prepping that cranberry sauce. Speaking of. Speaking of is right. I revived one of my favorite traditions this year, and that is the Friendsgiving tradition. We haven't done that in my house for a number of years. I honestly don't remember when the last time we did it. We definitely didn't do it last year. It was just a small group. Wendy and her family came, and then another friend of ours, also named Wendy, and her family came. And it was 90 degrees that day, so it was (laughs) not your traditional Friendsgiving. You know, my house is, like, fully decked in Christmas, and the kids were swimming in the pool.
1: Yeah, it was like hard for my brain to wrap around all of that. (laughs) But it was such a nice like get together. And I told my husband the day after I was like, thank you for going. I had so much fun like talking with other adults. You know, not like I don't talk to adults, but like it's nice to get together with like a common group of people where you feel comfortable dropping the F-bomb in front of them. You're not concerned about like what you're about to say. You know, it was just very casual and fun. I loved it. And you're
0: not making small talk for two hours. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm glad he came too. I'm glad <laughs> all of you came. It was. I had a really good time. Obviously, it was yeah, my house night, but I enjoyed myself. So. Yeah. Did I wanted to ask? Were you a little tipsy that night? No, I did drink a lot. <laughs> I noticed. By drink a lot, I mean I had a truly and a glass and a half of wine, which is um, about three hundred percent of my typical <laughs> alcohol intake. I was not drinking irresponsibly. No, and, not at all. Not at all. Um, um, I just thought, oh, she might be hungover over tomorrow. <laughs> I, and I really, no. First of all, we had a giant meal and I had that amount to drink over, you know, a span of about three hours. So, totally. no, I felt fine. But then after the fact, I was like, was I acting like a? like an intoxicated person because no. I don't think I was but I was no. like oh that was a lot for me um but drink responsibly guys I had nowhere to go and my husband doesn't drink at all so it wasn't like nobody was watching the children no yeah. I-, I wasn't
1: like calling you out I just know that you don't drink that often and I was like right. I saw you pour like a second glass of wine and I was like oh that I didn't even what? finish
0: yeah. <laughs> Even then, I was like, I can't drink this. I was just like caught up in the moment. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Cause it's like festive and fun. And yeah, I I hear you. I hear you. I was having a good time, but that'll probably be my entire alcohol intake for the month of November. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Great fun. Thank you.
1: So I'm fully obsessed with Taylor Swift right now. Mm -hmm. You know, like she had this like big, like album re release drop last Friday. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And she's been doing that over the last several months, right? Like mm-hmm. re-recording her those albums. And um, and I kind of like saw on social media like it was like getting like all this hype, and I was like, okay, whatever, like uh, whatever. Well, then I watched Saturday Night Live from the weekend. Oh, you I watched. Did it. I did? Well, I always tape it because I enjoy certain parts of it. Like I always uh-huh. like to see the musical guest, and I like the. The Weekend Update, you know, uh, right. they do and whatever. So anyway, she was the musical guest. Homegirl played a 10-minute song on Saturday Night Live, and it was fan-freaking-tastic.
0: I heard that she did that, and I was thinking, she's probably the only person who could get away with that, where they would say, sure. Because I think the musical guest is entertaining, mm-hmm. but I think people also recognize, like, mm I mean, we don't necessarily need a 10-minute set from any of these people, mm-hmm. right? They usually play, like, what, three songs over the course of an episode? No, two. They come out oh. twice. They come out twice. They play two songs. And
1: usually they're, like, three minutes long, you know? Uh-huh. She only came out once. Okay. She was also in a skit, which was really funny. But she did the 10-minute version of All Too Well, which was a song that she had out originally in, like, 2012, whenever that original album was out mm-hmm. but she added a bunch of like verses to it she also released a short film that went with it too i don't have you
0: seen any of that so i haven't because this weekend was busy and i mm-hmm. wanted to be able to just get into it and sit and like listen to the words not just like oh have it play in the background yeah. and i really haven't had a moment i want to experience it mm-hmm. but i've been seeing all the talk about it, and I saw this one conspiracy theory this morning. Not conspiracy, but, like, theory. Because, you know, she drops, like, all these Easter eggs. Yeah. Well, there's this spot in the All Too Well movie where it flashes forward, and it says 13 years later. Yes, yes. Except that current day is 11 years. She dated Jake Gyllenhaal in 2010. Mm-hmm. So, the October to, November to December of 2010. So this particular person thought, what if? Because apparently she, last year went in an interview, she was like, what if I'm dropping Easter eggs or things that are happening three years in the future? They were so saying, what if? She's writing a book? That's what they said. What ah. if in 2013, a, a book comes out? And can you imagine? Can Would you read every single word of that book? Yes, I'm going to stop you there. You said 2013. I know you meant
1: 2023. 20, that's exactly what I meant. Thank you. Yes, as I was watching it, this morning, actually, I was like, she needs to write a book. Mm-hmm. I would totally read that,
0: whatever this book is. So I want her memoir. I want her Jessica Simpson open book, Taylor's version memoir, because we ate up Jessica's book like candy. So can you imagine? Can you imagine? I'm going to tell you everything. I'm like, spill
1: it all. Yes. I. W- I w- yes, I would absolutely read that. And I would absolutely, I'm hoping Britney Spears writes one too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that she has been freed from her conservatorship, it's a big day. It's a it was a big weekend for women. It was. Did you see the Jessica Simpson news? Speaking
0: of her, too. No.
1: So she got back the name, the rights to her name to her brand. I guess in 2012 they sold off a portion of it to like a licensing or whatever, and that company uh, filed Chapter 11 and was going to sell that. Uh, it was like. 60 percent or something like that and her and her mom bought it back so she owns 100 percent of the jessica simpson collection or whatever it's called i mean if she didn't have enough
0: money already now she's you know going to make lots more i know my favorite line from her book when she talks about just giving nick the money that he wants mm-hmm. and she says i'll make it back and then she said and i did give or take a billion. Oh yeah. my gosh i just love it right just love it. I have a
1: question about the Taylor Swift stuff. Okay. Okay, so all these songs are supposed to be, like, about Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Right. And they happened many, many years ago. Would you—how do you feel about, like, revisiting, like, these failed relationships for, like, just entertainment?
0: Uh, Would you want to do that? Oh, like, I love it when she does it. Or, like, Olivia Rodrigo. Like, I live for that, right? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Uh, maybe? I think part of the problem is I'm so far removed from it. I mean, I've been married for 16 and a half years. So, that's so long ago. My brain is like, can I even remember? Well, her <laughs> I kind too. of just I like mean, right, if... but she's written songs about it. Like she has memorialized these moments mm, yeah, whereas, in ways like, that I have not. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think time has maybe smoothed over so many of those stories. So I don't know that it would be as entertaining as it might be, but mm, good point. Were I not so far removed? Um, yes. Mm, They're all just kind of like in soft focus in the past. I remember like bits and pieces. Mm -hmm, Like, I don't
1: remember big dramatic story arcs. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Uh, Anyway, you know how sometimes I get on these like crazy shopping sprees and I don't even remember what I purchase? I do. Well, that's happening lately again. (laughs) And it's all like Instagram stuff. Like it's so many Instagram ads, and I'm just click, click, buy, and it shows up on my doorstep, and I don't even remember buying it.
0: Is it Instagram ads or influencers recommending products? Uh, both. Okay, tell me what you bought. It's both. The Instagram influencer purchase
1: was, uh, and I know you don't know this person. Her name is Lala Kent, and she's on Vanderpump Rules, and she has a collaboration with an I like sunglasses called Dime, which Confuses me because isn't there a beauty line called Dime Beauty Indeed. that yes. a lot of influencers push? Yes. Right. So I bought a pair of these really cute glasses. They're like blue blocker glasses, you know, blue for the com- whatever they're yes. called for the yes. computer. Know. You know. know, they're going to take up half my face, and I thought they would be really expensive. So I clicked on it. They were not. They were like twenty five dollars. I'm like, yeah, I'm buying oh. these. I thought they were going to be like a hundred dollars. No, twenty five bucks. Right. I bought a pair of the Ocean frames. I'll let you know when they arrive, if if they are. We're going to need a photo. Okay, fine. I've also recently purchased the um, uproot lint tool. Have you seen that? that? Is that the rug scraper? (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) I need, I have been wondering. So I don't have a dog that sheds, but I have wondered if perhaps I could like revitalize the rug in my living room because it probably, I mean, I vacuum it regularly, but it probably has some like, you know, ground in like
1: matted. Yeah.
0: Yes. Would that revitalize it? I need to know.
1: I don't know. I'll bring it over. I mean, I... Oh, yes. You <laughs> Houston on my stairs. I was like, watch this, hun." And he was like, all right. Like, he wasn't like, excited <laughs> about it. But I mean, it wasn't like as like uh, mind-blowing as I had seen on Instagram. I was just okay. like, oh, okay, whatever. I've also bought the... And I think this is how you pronounce it. The Goalie Bites Vitamin. G-O-L-I. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of those?
0: No. Are well, they gummies?
1: Last year they came out with like an apple cider vinegar gummy that I oh that sounds familiar. Purchased. Well, now they have like new multivitamin and they look like Snickers. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna
0: put. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe it will make me. I mean, I know I'm 12. I should be taking an actual multivitamin that I swallow. But I was like, no, I need the ones that look like Snickers. Or I won't totally. Take them. Yeah. The final thing I have purchased is something called Muddy Bites. Have you seen those? No, it makes me think of Muddy
0: Buddy's Chex Mix.
1: The name is too close. Yes. But it is, you know on a drumstick, the very end of the cone where it has chocolate in
0: it? Oh, man. I My brain was like, drumstick, like for drumming. Okay, no, yes. No, no. The drumstick ice cream
1: cones uh-huh, uh-huh, and at the uh-huh. very
0: bottom of the, best the part. waffle cone... It's a bag full of that. J- what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I would have bought those in a heartbeat. That I feel like I am their prime audience. I wonder why I was never served that ad. Well, I bought a have big box. Have they arrived yet?
1: Yes, I bought a big box. I will bring you a bag of them. I think I Please. bought like a box of five or something like that.
0: <laughs> yes, I'll That's bring you That's all I need too. for Christmas. That's it. <laughs> well, speaking of Instagram made me buy it, um, I'm currently wearing something that Instagram made me buy. I was influenced um, by Caroline from G Thinks Just Bought It, who had a guest on her podcast who raves about a bodysuit. A a what? Like from the 90s? Yeah, yeah. Is is it a thong? No. So that's why it's so great. That's part of the reason they were so hyped on these is, first of all, they have full butt coverage. Um, They're from Target. I think full price... They're $12. So we're talking very affordable here. Over the weekend, I had kind of, as we do or as I do, I had been throwing things in my Target cart when I was clicking on links and swiping up and all of that. And over the weekend, I saw someone mention that Target, there was a cartwheel deal for 20% off clothing and shoes. Mm -hmm. So I hopped on over to my Target cart and I just click, click, clicked all those things that had been sitting in there and the bodysuits were there and i thought well we'll give it a whirl now let me tell you i'm having some some body confidence issues while wearing it but my i bought white and i bought black with the idea being that they, it would be a layering piece like to wear underneath i'm not sure what but you know <laughs> right. like you would layer a tank top underneath something yeah yeah it's very comfortable i mean i would i honestly would not even know that there is something snapped in my crotch. Did I not mentally know that? It's not uncomfortable. It full butt coverage. Does not feel like you're wearing a bodysuit. What are the straps like? Are they spaghetti? Are they wider? No, they're wider. Has a high, kind of a high neckline. Oh, um, wow. And almost... It's not a halter, but it has that tank top where it like, cuts in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I actually think is kind of flattering on your shoulders. Again, I'm wearing it like I have a jean jacket layered over and I'm wearing it with joggers today so you can get the full picture of the outfit. I tried it on with mom jeans this morning and I was like, absolutely not. I am not this person. No, I can't. I'm not that person.
1: Well, that's it's how I a- wore it when I was 17. I would wear like, a bodysuit with jeans and be done. And I was like, banging, but <laughs> not at
0: 46. <laughs> So, same. I also ordered a pair of overalls. I actually ordered a couple of pairs of overalls, hoping that one of them will fit. And I think the bodysuit is the way to go for underneath the overalls. Mm-hmm. Well, about the overalls,
1: I was influenced by, well, what is her name? She's the mega babe girl.
0: Katie, oh, Katie Sturino.
1: And she was in Old Navy train on all these super cute overalls. Looked great. I was like, yes, I'm buying them. But Old Navy has a bazillion different options. So I bought two. They arrived. They are so ill-fitting. One of them is so short. It's like a Capri length. It's so short. I was like, nope, those are going back. And the other ones are more of a, um, I'm not going to call skinny. And they're probably like a little bit more fitted to the leg. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The length was good, but like, honestly like they don't fit me like how I want them to fit me and so I was like these are I look ridiculous I look like Elmer Fudd did Elmer Fudd wear
0: overalls I don't know but no I'm struggling in the pants department I did get some Target pants I'm going to share those on Instagram because I feel like you need the full effect I need pants that are marketed as pull-on pants. Jeans are failing me right now. Mm-hmm. I need not a sweatpant like I'm covered in yeah. like the casual sweatpant lounge around the house department. I need something that I can wear outside and look fully dressed but be comfortable. Totally. And I may have found it in these $20 Target pants. I need to do a little bit more, like, styling to figure out how I'm going to wear them. So I'm going to report back on those, follow us on Instagram, because I have one pair has arrived and the other pair comes later this week. That's exciting.
1: So we are going to be talking about sleep hygiene in the next segment of the podcast, but I have a story to tell. Please. I have been known to snore while I sleep. Megan can attest to this. Mm Mm-hmm. And me, I'm always like, it's not that bad. How bad can it be? It's not that bad. Because my husband snores a little bit. Oh, he I does? Th- a little bit, yes. uh, Like, as he's falling asleep, and then he's, like, quiet the rest of the night. Okay. But, like, if you're both in bed and he's, like, falling asleep and it's, like, a slight snore, like, then I can't fall asleep, right? Uh-huh. I find that, like, my breathing then um matches his and then, like... <laughs> so weird and then like i can't sleep so that's why i have for years fallen asleep listening to like podcasts or you know those sleep meditation things or whatever so i fall asleep with headphones in Mm -hmm. um but he says i snore you said i snore my daughter says i snore and i'm like yeah whatever so my daughter was telling me about this app and it's called shut eye and what it does is it records you while you're sleeping so it not just you but your environment like and it it tracks like when you wake up how I don't know it knows that you've woken up other than there's a noise that's made but whatever right so she did it in her room a couple times and you know we have dogs and We live on a busy street. So there's all kinds of like environmental noise. And I'm like, yeah, that's why we're not sleeping at night because there's so much noise. Blah, 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 Mm blah, blah. Well, she slid it into my room one night after I was asleep and then came in the next day and was like all laughing. And she's like, let's listen to it. And I heard the most snoring from the depths of like, it was bad and it was coming from me. (laughs) And I was like, there's no way that's me. There's no way that is coming from me. And my husband's this like, this is yes. a bear. You recorded a yes. bear. That's what I, said. I was like, that's the dog. No, it's not. It is me. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, now I'm really like, self-conscious about it i don't know what to do i don't know how to fix my snoring i i like rolled over in bed and said i need a cpap like i don't know what i'm gonna do it's so bad and i wish i had it to play but i cannot
0: find it on the app now i think my daughter erased it well if you do find it send it to me and i'll add it to this recording but um i mean they you know there are doctors for that sort of thing do you have you ever used a breathe right strip
1: Of course, but I might have to try doing those, like, on the nightly. And we have, like, a sleep number bed where you can adjust it for snores. That that doesn't help. It doesn't help. Oh. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. Like, I just, no, no, no. I can't believe that is coming from me. I'm sorry. Uh, Who do I see for that? An
0: ears, nose, and throat doctor? Probably. Just call your regular doctor and they'll point you in the right direction. What would be a fix for it, though? Maybe a CPAP. Maybe you're oh, not breathing. My God. Can you imagine? <laughs> and maybe you'll sleep better if you actually are getting enough oxygen to your body while you I sleep. Don't know. Seriously, I think we need a
1: separ- another room in our house. My husband and I are going to have to sleep in separate rooms <laughs> at some point because he is not getting a full night's sleep because of me. I'm just mortified on so many levels <laughs> mostly because i like was such a snore denier for so mm-hmm. for so long i was mm-hmm. like no i no i don't oh god god i'm going to need a cpap
0: we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back to talk sleep hygiene Hey friends, the holidays are here and if you've been thinking, what can I get Megan and Wendy for the holidays? We've got an idea and it's completely free and all we want in the world is for you to let people know how much you love this podcast and one easy way you can do that is by giving us a review. The easiest way for you to do that in the Apple Podcast system is going to MeganAndWendy.com slash Apple Podcast, and it will take you directly to where you need to go to leave the review of what you think of this podcast. It helps listeners find this podcast, and it's a totally free way that you can support us. Thanks so much for being listeners. And we're back to talk sleep hygiene. And I'm going to start with a question that I think I know the answer to, but let's put it out there. And that (laughs) is Are you a good sleeper overall? Well, I would like to think that I am,
1: but I am exhausted during the day always. Uh Um, And I'm a hard sleeper. Like, if I, like, it's very hard for me to wake up in the morning Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm in a deep, deep, deep sleep. But I don't, I think it's just because I'm really tired.
0: Are you, and so overnight, things like the dog snoring or outside noise typically will not wake you up? It does wake me up. Oh, it does? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you fall asleep easily?
1: Yes. I, well, yes and no. It's relative, right? My husband can fall asleep in five minutes. Mm-hmm. It takes me probably anywhere
0: from 30 minutes to an hour to fall asleep. Same. So, my husband is the kind of person who can walk into a room, get into bed, pull the covers up, and go to
1: sleep.-hmm.
0: I cannot do that, and the, I, the feeling of having to do that makes me feel panicked. Like Why? not having because I don't want to get into bed and go to sleep. I need <laughs> I need an intermediary between my wake time and my sleep time, and I like that to be one of two things, either watching TV or reading a book.
1: And this is why I think it, because I think you go, 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 go all day long. And then when you finally get into bed, that's like your downtime. Like that's when you're like hmm, powering down. Right. So
0: you're not quite ready to go to sleep, but you're like going into sleep mode. I think that's accurate. And I also think I don't want my brain to fully activate in those like quiet moments. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go there. So I want that light distraction <laughs> mm-hmm. so I can just casually drift off to sleep. Uh, and when I lived alone, which I did for, I don't remember, a year and a half, maybe, I would fall asleep with the TV on because I was sure. an anxious nighttime sleeper. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to lay in a quiet, dark house alone. Mm-hmm. So I let the TV keep me company until I was asleep. So that probably was not great sleep because I would end up sleeping with the TV on all night. Mm-hmm.
1: You didn't have the like sleep
0: timer on the remote control that would turn the TV off? I, I love a sleep timer, but I don't know that I did or I wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm.
1: I was the same way. I always used the TV as like... Um you know, a babysitter to fall asleep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then my husband's like, I can't fall asleep with the TV on. So we have since eliminated TV in our room at all. We don't have a TV in our room. Um,
0: But you'll watch TV like on your phone or I- iPad before bed sometimes? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, which me is, too. Which is a real problem. <laughs> sure. I do that too. Um, Well, we do have a TV in our room. We're TV people. We will always have a TV in our room. But... Um, If my husband's asleep, I will watch on my iPad with headphones if I want to watch a show. Yeah, me too. Okay. So what we're going to do is I looked up some sleep hygiene tips. Tips for getting a good night's sleep. And there is no shortage of these all over the internet. There are infographics and lists and all these things that you should be doing to get a good night's sleep. And I wrote these down yesterday. And then this morning I was thinking, man. Is this just, like, another way of the patriarchy saying, like, you're doing sleep wrong, too? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So I I want you to know that I, I was looking at this list and I was like, first of all, I'm not doing most of these things. And second of all, it almost feels like a little bit of a burden to try and do these things. Mm-hmm. So... I don't want that to be our message. <laughs> I want it to be like, hey, here's some things to think about. And maybe one or two of these things could be incorporated into your current sleep routine that might improve your quality of life. Not check all of these if you want to sleep ever again. Right. I, so that's that's where I'm coming that's from. That's good. That's good. Because I looked at this list and I was like, okay, now I got to do all of these things. Exactly. And that's <laughs> that's off the table. These are just some ideas. Okay. And some of them you may already be doing to a certain extent. So the first is, and I just laughed, it's establish a nighttime routine. And I would like you to go back. We have an episode from last year where we talked about nighttime routines. And we were talking about that period between like dinner and bedtime and what we do with our families and ourselves. And this kind of nighttime routine, The suggestions were like, take a warm bath, do a sleep meditation, stretch. And I love all of those ideas. They're great. Um, that feels like extra work to me. But remember having babies? Did you not have a nighttime routine with a baby? Hell yeah, we did. Yeah. Like, do the bath, read a book, sit in the rocking chair. (laughs) And there's a reason it works. They're ready to go to sleep when you've done those things. Uh,
1: It just, how am I going to put that in? Right. You know, like, after making dinner, cleaning up dinner, I want to watch some, like, nighttime TV when I got to wash my face because you know that's a challenge and you know like it's midnight but and I'm stretching by the bedside no not doing it
0: so I um for the most part don't do this however um I do often shower at night um and that is helps my brain transition from like day to night like I feel like I've washed off my day it's not my complete morning shower I don't wash my hair I'm not shaving my legs I'm not doing any of that it's just like a warm water, wash my face, wash my body, get out. Mm -hmm. Quick nighttime routine. And the other way I do this is I keep things in my nightstand like hand lotion or my good lip masks. I keep Mm -hmm. so I can be in bed, relaxing, watching TV, doing whatever. And I'm also kind of like doing part of this wind down routine. I've seen people take their full skincare routine to bed. I'm not interested in doing that. But I'm never going to be the person who does before bed yoga as much as I would love to be. And I know that it would improve my quality of life. I also know who I am. But I can be the person who's using the nice hand cream in bed two out of seven nights a week. Let's be honest, I'm not doing it every night.
1: Okay, I have a question. Do you and your husband go to bed at the same time?
0: Typically, we get in bed at roughly the same time.
1: Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Not go to sleep at the same time, but get mm-hmm. in bed at the Okay, so we don't at our house. My husband mm-hmm. goes up um, around 8.30 because he's an early riser for work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't get into bed until 10. And so I can't take a shower between 8.30 and 10. Or I can't be sitting in bed trying to rub hand lotion on, like, while he's asleep. You know what I mean? It just feels, like, um, rude (laughs) to be making so much noise. Like, I need to just get into bed and just go to bed. Um, So when you guys go up to bed, does he get in bed and then that's when you do your shower and stuff like that? Or are you... Yeah, and he
0: always, unless he's... Exhausted, I would say 364 out of 365 nights a year watches TV before bed. Mm -hmm. So I know that I have this window when he's awake in bed that I'm not disturbing him by because there's our, you know, our bedroom is open to our bathroom. So yes, he can hear the shower and nightstand light is on. So that's all fine. Um, that would be hard. If there's a night, like if I go out or if I'm downstairs working on something and he goes to bed, like lights off before me, I hate walking into a dark room and feeling like I need to tiptoe and be quiet. You do have two showers. I don't like you to do. use my kids' shower either. You could shower or you could just like, what if you just put like a little basket downstairs by your TV? Here's my nighttime hand lotion and here's my good lip balm and I'm just going to like... Now, Nine that's, with that's a shows. better idea. That's a better idea for me yeah. is to,
1: like, bring that step downstairs so I can do that rather than not doing anything at all, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that idea. I mean, I feel like I'm
1: making a case for separate bedrooms here, but <laughs>
0: I, don't I don't think there's anything wrong with separate bedrooms. I think the idea that we are supposed to have identical sleep needs to our partners is not always the case. People Mm -hmm. go to bed at different times. They have different schedules. They might like their room a different temperature, different light levels, sound machines, normalize separate bedrooms. I would love to know if any of our listeners have separate bedrooms. I know that you're in the process of after you've decided to not purchase this new house of making your house the house you want it to be, and you have this bedroom that is not currently being used, and the idea is I think it's going to be a guest room. It's, partially. Uh, it's like a hangout room.
1: There's like a pull-out bed that is that we purchased that is really not that comfortable. So I doubt either of us are sleeping uh, in there. And then near we future. You need to put
0: a bed in there. Get a bed.
1: I know. I know, but we already purchased this. Uh, other couch bed it's yeah okay we'll see he listens to the podcast so maybe now that he knows that i feel about that maybe he'll be like yes he's like thank god you said it yeah we need to get rid of that ikea couch thing that we bought and let's buy a real bed
0: also can i make a recommendation for an affordable mattress the living spaces in-house line revive Mm -hmm. we bought my son's mattress there it's the most comfortable mattress in our house oh cool so the next recommendation is to set sleep and wake times. Like to have, do you typically go to bed at roughly the same time every night? Roughly. 10 o'clock
1: mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. What some, ab- night, some nights it's earlier, but mostly 10 is the time.
0: And what about waking up?
1: Uh, during the weekday, I mean, getting out of bed is so hard for me. Like I have always had a really hard time getting out of bed. I'm not a morning person. Um, so I wake, I set the alarm alarm. And it's on my phone. Like, I'll set it at 6, and 6.15. <laughs> so there's, like, a number of alarms going off. And then I may stay in bed until, like, 7 o'clock some days. So, yeah, I don't have a set time I get up. No.
0: But I think that's closer to having a set time than saying, like, some days I sleep till 10 and some days I sleep till noon and some days I have to get up at 6. I mean, I think it's the same, roughly, window of time. Mm-hmm. Um I don't sleep in ever anymore. I've completely lost the ability. The only time I do it is when we're on vacation and have a hotel with blackout curtains mm-hmm. and then I'm able to sleep in. But for the most part, I don't even on the weekends sleep past 7:30 and during the week I'm up at 6. So, do you set an alarm? During the week, yes, but on the weekend, no. And the weekend it depends. Um if we have somewhere to be, I'll set an alarm. Um, like on Saturdays, I have to be up by 730 and I set an alarm, but I am always awake before that alarm goes off. Wow.
1: Yeah, uh, I just, I'm not that, I can, no, I would sleep probably till 10 if I could. Oh, yeah. My My husband is like one of those like automatic risers in the morning, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like the body just knows when to get out of bed. I just can't do it.
0: Well, here's an area where I'm failing and this is no electronics an hour before bed. Is that
1: because you're scrolling on your phone, or is because you are watching
0: like something on your f- phone or iPad before bed, or TV? Both, one or no. the other. Yes. Okay. I yeah. I do not put away my phone and turn off the TV an hour before I get in bed. No. Ever. Who does that? And I I choose to believe that this is a piece of advice that is not for everybody because for me. I I know it's – the reason is, for the most part, it's the blue light. The blue light disrupts the melatonin production. So maybe wear blue light blocking glasses while you're watching TV. I don't know that. They're coming this week. (laughs) I have a couple pairs. I don't ever wear them watching TV, though. I only use them watching my computer. Maybe I should wear them in bed. Anyway – I find television before bed, assuming it's the right kind of television to be soothing. It helps my body relax and shut down at the end of the day. So for me, TV is in lieu of that evening yoga and meditation, and it works for me.
1: It works I mean, for me. Yeah, I, that it. It's like the same for me. Like I use a podcast to fall asleep to, mm-hmm. or I will be watching um, something on my phone or iPad that
0: I will. Eventually fall asleep too, or turn off and just go to bed. I will say to this point, I do put my phone, it's set to go on Do Not Disturb from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And so I don't get notifications all night long because mm-hmm. if I hear it buzz, then even if I don't look at it, my brain's like, What is that? I'm awake. What is that? Mm-hmm. I have it set. Because I know a lot of people are like, what if somebody calls me? What if there's an emergency? I have it set to allow any phone call through. I originally had it set to only allow phone calls from certain people. But then my brain was like, what if it's the police? I don't know. (laughs) So I don't get very many phone calls. And I especially don't get very many phone calls in the middle of the night. So I'm not worried about uh, a random phone call waking me up. Like if my phone's ringing, it's probably going to be important. Right. But I use my phone as my alarm. I know the advice is not to do that, but I do have it set to do not disturb, and it's automatically turns on at 10 p.m.
1: Yeah, I don't have that. I don't do that. I don't do that. So oftentimes I will, like, have the phone laying in bed and will be like, during the middle of the night, but I just, like, ignore it. It doesn't, I don't doesn't. have, no, I don't have that response to be like, I need to see what this, you know, notification is. Mm-hmm. i just like, it'll be
0: there for me in the morning. Yeah. Next advice is limit caffeine to the morning. Are you an afternoon caffeine drinker?
1: Uh, not usually
0: after lunch because of this reason. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I same. will be wired. Yeah. Does the caffeine in a soda affect you the same way the caffeine in like a black tea or a coffee would? No, it doesn't. I could probably drink a Coke like with dinner and it will be same. fine. Same. But like if I had an iced tea at dinner, forget about it. I typically am a one cup of coffee a day drinker anyway, but every once in a while I get that hankering for something in the afternoon and yeah. I always I always regret it. Especially this time of year
1: when it's getting like darker earlier mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. something warm and soothing sounds yes. so delightful in the afternoon. I just need to find myself some decaf tea or something or a decaf yeah. coffee.
0: Well, because Trader Joe's has that, I don't know if you like that one, that peppermint green tea. I love it's it. It's back. I bought it because I like that in the evenings. Are you a napper? Because limit napping is the next thing on our list.
1: Um, I love to take a nap. And when I take a nap, it's a three-hour nap. It's never okay. just like, my husband is always like, I'm going to lay down for 15 minutes. And he will lay down and close his eyes and fall asleep for 15 minutes. And then he gets up and he's perfectly good to go. His brain will wake him up after that amount of time? Something. Yeah, usually. And now that he works from home, mostly, like, he'll be like, oh, I'm going to just run upstairs and take a quick 15 minute before my next meeting or whatever. If I lay down, first of all, it takes me, I have to just, you know, power down even Mm -hmm. for a nap and it may take me like 30 minutes and then I will sleep like anywhere from like 90 minutes to three hours. So do you
0: feel good when you wake up from a nap? No, I feel terrible.
1: Because <laughs> ter- it's too long. Right. If I took a fifteen or a twenty, even a thirty, I might feel a- better. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. But
1: sometimes I really need those naps because I am so dragging ass during the day. Like so tired. Where I, you I might told- need a CPAP. <laughs> Yes. My eyes can't stay awake. I I thought maybe I what is that narcolepsy? I thought I might have that. Is that what it's called? Narcolepsy. Yeah. Okay. I think I just don't sleep
0: well at night
1: because you shouldn't be that tired during the day. Right.
0: No, you should be able to make it through an average day. Most days. I don't, I don't know. I I am often tired like that, too. But I'm always like, oh, I had too much sugar. I mean, I can always pinpoint, like, why I'm falling down in the afternoon. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a bad napper. It always feels so delicious. Like, if I'm on the couch and reading and I start to fall asleep, it feels so good in that right. moment to be drifting off to uh-huh. sleep. But when I wake up, I feel terrible for the rest of the day. I cannot snap out of it. My mouth feels gross, even if I brush my teeth immediately upon waking up. Mm -hmm. My head is kind of fuzzy the rest of the day. I feel kind of sick to my stomach. It's not a good thing. And I have to remind myself that that is not for me.
1: Yeah, it's a bad cycle for me because if I do take a nap during, like, let's say, like, the middle of the week and I have to wake up to make sure that I go get my daughter from school, so I'll fall asleep, I'll wake up. I will then drink, like, a caffeinated drink because I feel mm-hmm. like crap, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it's just mm-hmm. it's a bad cycle.
0: Well, the next thing on the list is your bed should be for sleeping, right? So mm-hmm. it says, like, don't work in bed. Don't eat in bed. I don't really do that. Do you, like... No. no, Yeah, you don't hang out in bed?
1: Nope.
0: Never. And if I'm going to have, like, a loungy day, I don't really want to do it in bed. Like, I'd rather I go never. lounge on the couch Mm-hmm. Um, I find my bed gets uncomfortable, honestly, if I'm there for too long. Oh, really? Um, like my back starts to hurt. Yeah. I'm old. Um, but I'd rather like relocate to the couch, and then when I come to my bed, I'm like, oh, it's this fresh new lounging place.
1: Right. Right. Well, I've been getting into this habit of uh, making our bed because I'm not a great bed maker ever. Um, I just figure like why. I'm just gonna get into it and mess it up anyway. But the like last two weeks, I've been trying to make the bed in the morning, and it is
0: getting in bed at night to a made bed feels really good. Oh yeah, it's great. I was not a bed maker until I married my husband, who's a bed maker, and so I like the way my bed looks made, and I just love pulling back the sheets at night, getting into a freshly made bed. Everything's Mm -hmm. crisp and cool. It does make a difference. It does. It definitely does. The last thing on our list is to do things to manage stress before bedtime. And one of the ways you can do that is writing down your to-do list to get it out of your brain. And then to use tools like a weighted blanket or meditation. Do you do any of this? I don't. don't, Come on. Write a
1: to-do list? No, I don't do that mm -hmm. at nighttime. No way. Um, I've tried weighted blankets. They're way too heavy for me because I'm a hot sleeper. I can't have that Mm -hmm. all on top of me. Um, no, I don't do any meditation unless I have like a really bad headache or something like that. There's a great like meditation app that I like that tries to get me like to feel better. It's just breathing mostly, you know huh, yeah, um, but no, I don't do anything to manage my stress before bed
0: no you um inconsistently, I will make a list before bed and that does make me feel better. This time of year, I always think about getting a weighted blanket. Like you, I'm a hot sleeper, so that has been my turn off. But there's one that I look at, and it's like an open knit. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. like a chunky knit. It is $300, which is mm. why I've never purchased it, because it's a large purchase to begin with, and it's also a large purchase for a whim-am-I-going-to-like-this product. Yeah, It's designed... For people who are hot sleepers, the material is supposed to be breathable. And because it has actual holes in it, it is supposed to be cooler. The brand is, I believe it's Baraby. We'll leave a link. I do think I might enjoy it, given that I am kind of an anxious person. I've also seen, and this transitions to our next segment, which is there's, if you Google, like, how to have a better night's sleep or sleep tools. there's so many products on the market that are out-designed To give you a better night's sleep because we are not the only people struggling with this. Mm -hmm. So one of those, and this is one of those Instagram ads I see all the time, is for the Nod Pod. I have no idea what that is. It is a weighted sleep mask. And so both of my children sleep with sleep masks because... They like the light blocking and all of the bedrooms in our house have shutters. Some of them have curtains. And so when the sun rises in the morning, the light comes into the room gradually. And I think this is part of why I don't sleep in because my room starts to lighten up when the sun. And so they both sleep with regular sleep masks and they love it. But the Nod Pod, it doesn't go around your head, doesn't have a strap. It's like a long strip of fabric that is weighted. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would hold still well enough for this thing to stay on my eyes. I move around way too much. Right.
1: I'm picturing it like a, you know, those things that you can put on a door when you have a draft. <laughs>
0: you know yes, that talking? is kind of what it looks like. <laughs> I am a back sleeper, so it would work for me in that regard. Like it would stay on my eyes because I sleep on my back and I'm not a big mover I stay in my spot my son and I are the same way like we sleep on our side we stay in our spot my daughter is a starfish she uses every corner of her bed mm-hmm. I'm not a wiggly sleeper but maybe the nod pod is the like halfway house version of the weighted blanket for me uh, I-
1: Maybe. I just can't imagine. There's just no way it would stay on my head all night long.
0: There's just no way. No. All right. So I have some other products that I would like to run by you. Okay. One is the Pillow Cube. I just saw a commercial for this.
1: Did you? I almost bought it. I swear to God. I don't know if it was served up. It wasn't a commercial because I clicked through and saw that it was so expensive and I decided not
0: to buy it. It's fifty five ninety nine. It's currently on sale. The full price is sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, um, but that's a...
1: just the shape of the square.
0: You could get like the bigger one, right? So, this is the standard. Um, they have a which is if you're five four to six three, and they have a thicker version which is six foot four or taller. But they've got a lot of upgrades. So they have the ice cube cooling pillow cover keeps Mm -hmm. every side of the pool the pillow cool all night Mm -hmm. and then they also have the pillow cube pro so the pillow cube is what it sounds like it's a cube and it's designed for side sleepers it's supposed to keep your neck in better alignment Um, but The Pillow Cube Pro is more of a rectangle. And so this is for people, if you roll from side to side, because if you roll from side to side on the Pillow Cube, you're rolling off the pillow because it's really only the size of your head. Mm -hmm, The Pro looks more like a pillow. It's going to look more like that on your bed. And you can roll from side to side and still have pillow underneath your head. And that one costs $87.99. Full price is one hundred. dollars and $9.99. And then, of course, if you want an ice cube cooling cover on that, that's an additional $32. So this is a big investment. But I used to be a side sleeper. But my body hurts too much in the morning to do that. Like, I just feel like it compresses my back. I just collapse in. Is it a $110 experiment that I want to do? Honestly, no. But I am curious if you have a pillow cube, let us know. Is this the new
1: invention? It is
0: new-ish.
1: Yeah, it's so it's blows new to my mind. mind actually. Like I saw it and I was like, oh my god, that's gonna solve all my problems because I am a side sleeper too, but uh my body hurts too and I mm-hmm. tend to wake up with a lot of headaches. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe this pillow would work because it would straighten me out, but it was
0: expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> It is expensive. It's expensive. And honestly, what I've discovered is that nice pillows are expensive. I should probably upgrade my pillows. I have been using my pillows for too long.
1: I mean, if you go to Target, pillows are like $5. Those are terrible pillows. But if you can sleep on them, great. Good for you. Not me. I need like a freaking orthotic for my head. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. (sighs) wow. I might have to get the pillow cube and report back.
0: Maybe for Christmas. No.
1: Should I ask for a pillow cube for Christmas?
0: Hey, that's a great gift. I'm thinking about asking for the Barbie from my mom. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. <sighs> what about a sound machine? Do you sleep with a sound machine? No.
1: We sometimes have a Dyson air filter fan in our bedroom that makes, doesn't make sound, but it produces sound. Right. White but, noise. Yeah, but I fall asleep with headphones in listening to podcasts yes. most of the night. So that's my sound machine.
0: I don't need a sound machine, but I admit to being intrigued by the Hatch sleep light, which is a combination of sound machine. It has a sunrise alarm. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I bought my daughter a Bobo Hatch
1: from Amazon. Okay, okay. Yeah. It, does, uh, it, ha- it has all those same offerings, too.
0: Yeah. And then it has a soft glow reading light. It has meditations built in. This one has some sort of memberships that you can get, which says an ever growing library of sleep content. I would imagine that's sounds and meditations. I don't really have a problem waking up in the morning. And I don't think that a light is going to make me more likely to jump out of bed any more than my regular alarm does. Totally. I feel the same way. But I can understand the appeal. How about not just a decaf tea, but a specifically designed for sleep, sleepy tea?
1: Well, I stay away from those because I know you have like
0: crazy dreams with them, right? Yes, I drank sleepy time tea thinking that it would just help me soothe myself to sleep and had the wildest nightmares and so I will never do it again. Yeah, that's I I wanna like stay away from that. That scares me a little bit. And if you Google it, um anecdotally, I am not the only person who has experienced that. So
1: I, w- I wonder what the ingredient is there in there that like makes people have
0: bad dreams. Right. I I do think a soothing decaffeinated tea has the same effect like that warm drink I have taken like a tea to bed while I'm reading or watching TV and Mm -hmm. it does have that relaxing soothing feeling I don't necessarily need whatever the drifting off to sleep additive that causes my brain to short circuit in the sleepy time tea Mm -hmm. I used to take melatonin all the time because I was a bad sleeper I don't anymore because I at one point read something that Maybe you shouldn't take it regularly. Why? Do you know why? I had read something that perhaps like taking melatonin might disrupt your natural melatonin oh. production mm-hmm. if you were relying on a synthetic version. Again, mm-hmm. I am not saying that's the case. But at one point I read it, my brain internalized it as true, and I stopped taking it.
1: We subscribe to a high-quality CBD Strictly CBD, no THC yeah. supplement here from Lord Jones. My husband takes it, I think, mostly almost every night just because he has a hard time sleeping as well. One, because his wife snores and <laughs> two, he has a very high stress job that keeps him awake at night. Um, So he finds that to be very relaxing. And sometimes I will take it when I have
0: bad nights falling asleep. And that helps you fall asleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is it a, a gummy or a liquid, like a tincture or a...
1: It's a capsule.
0: Okay. It's a capsule. So, yeah,
1: just swallow it down. Yeah, people the
0: love their CBD for sleep.
1: Yeah, I mean... I'm probably
0: does... the prime candidate for CBD, honestly. I don't know mm-hmm. I've never tried it. Uh, yeah, you should. Okay, that's a lot of sleep talk, guys. We would love to hear from you. Do you need a sound machine to sleep? Do you have a weighted blanket that you love? Is there a sleep tool that you can't live without? Have you found the perfect set of cooling sheets? These are all the ingredients that kind of work together to make the perfect night's sleep. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you, Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break and come right back with Megan and Wendy Approved. We're back with Megan and Wendy Approved. And Wendy, what did you bring this week?
1: Super boring, but it makes me happy when I use it. It's the Mrs. Myers Liquid Hand Soap in Snowdrop, which is like a limited edition
0: winter Uh scent.
1: It smells good. It has like a citrusy, floral. Actually, this is from their website. Citrusy and floral with notes of mandarin, iced petunia, whatever that is, and praline. Um, oh. I just I like it. It it looks festive for the winter. Mm-hmm. I like the pine one, but the snowdrop one is nice too.
0: I like the Mrs. Myers peppermint quite a bit. You know me and my peppermint. I can't have get not enough.
1: Seen a peppermint?
0: Oh, it has a pink label. No, with red I- writing never seen it i always
1: buy like (gasps) the pine one Mm because i love the smell of christmas trees but yes never
0: seen peppermint never yeah they have a hand soap and a hand lotion um they even have their like cleaning spray and a peppermint oh yeah they have really yes i like peppermint love it
1: i was looking at their website this morning and they have some killer deals on there um i will leave a link in the show notes but like they had the hand soap the liquid dish soap and like a countertop spray for like twelve dollars oh that's a really good price for all three of those isn't it
0: it seems like it
1: yeah so i maybe we'll go look for peppermint on there i was just gonna say i kind of wish they had more products but they do have a ton of products they have Mm -hmm. it laundry soap they have Mm -hmm. hand soap dish soap lotion room spray counter cleaner (laughs) they're okay they're good i just don't buy it enough i guess i don't i don't know i like it though
0: well i'm surprised that i've never shared this as a megan and wendy approved item because i have been using this for a year i just repurchased it at ulta and it is from the brand cause rx and it is the Advanced Snail 96 Mucin Power Essence. And the reason I discovered this, I've talked about this product on the podcast. It's just never made it into the approved segment. And last year I went on a mission to understand understand skincare a little bit better, particularly skincare order and what I should be using, because I was having particularly in um, a reaction to mask wearing, a lot of irritation on my face and I wanted to deal with that. And so I found this article about the order of skincare products and not only did it have the order, but it had examples of each type of product. And so in the toner section, my brain is like toner, I think like, sea breeze right like astringent like we used to use um toner has come a long way and for some reason this product is considered a toner and when you get it you're going to be like what are you talking about because it's more of a serum consistency it comes in a pump as opposed to a liquid bottle but that's when you should be using it in the skincare routine like where you would use a toner so my morning routine is cleanse snail goo vitamin C moisturize and then sunscreen if I'm wearing sunscreen and I have combination skin um, that can lean a little oily and I do not find that this makes my skin greasy everything layers together nicely I can put makeup on over it no problem. Um, And it builds up that moisture barrier. That in combination with my moisturizer just keeps my skin hydrated and helps keep it from getting irritated from, you know, the rubbing of a mask across Mm -hmm. the bridge of your nose. Because I had constant red bumps across my cheeks and nose just from irritation. And so I built up my moisture barrier. And my skin is so much happier.
1: Um. It's real snail stuff, right? Like, I
0: mean, (laughs) it says contains ninety six percent snail mucin. I think so. I think so. But what is ingredients? Snail secretion filtrate (laughs) is the number one. You
1: guys. Look, she has talked about this and Off Air has talked about this, so of course I purchased it on my own. And I get a little heebie jeebie was when I put it on (laughs) because I'm like, this is smell stuff.
0: Just don't think about it too much because it's real nice as an addition to your skincare routine.
1: But it feels like kind of tacky too, don't you think so? Like, it feels like would... it's snail goo. <laughs> yeah, like if you were to like pick up a snail off the it, it's that sort of kind of like like, you know uh,
0: yes, what I mean, right? Yes, oh, I yeah. do know
1: what you mean. Yes. Uh, it hasn't done wonders for me yet, but I have not used it enough to like, you
0: know, make the magic snail stuff happen. It's know. just a, it's a cog in the wheel for me. It's a step in the routine. Um, I do think it works well in combination, moisturizing is like one of those things that shouldn't just happen in one step with your moisturizer. So I think it works well, especially in the winter, particularly if you're dealing with dry skin. I think it helps plump your skin up. Do they have a body lotion? Because that is where I am struggling right now in terms of dry skin. Well, there is a snail mucin all-in-one cream (laughs) that I'm noticing on the Ulta website, it's small. It's three ounces. So I think it, you would go through it quickly to use it on your body. But I don't think there's any reason you couldn't use it on your body. This is a product that's $25 at Ulta, the essence, the toner. But I will say it lasts a long time. It's a large bottle and it lasted me a full year. And I used it probably 85% of most days. So I mean,
1: I'm dying to know like, who was like,
0: hmm. Let's try this snail stuff as <laughs> beauty products. Well, Cosrx is a Korean beauty brand. And okay. what I wonder is is there something I should feel badly about in terms of the <gasps> treatment of these snails? Now oh, I'm worried.
1: That's interesting.
0: <sighs> well, now I'm going to dig deeper. Is PETA, is this approved? Does it have, it doesn't have a
1: little rabbit on it? Cruelty-free?
0: Oh, no. Cosmic. Uh-oh. Cruel. Dang it. Are we going to get canceled? <laughs> COSRX is a well-known cruelty-free brand on the K-beauty scene. Okay. Although not all of its skincare products are purely vegan, as they contain some animal-derived ingredients such as snail mucin, COSRX still carries many exceptional products that are cruelty-free and vegan.
1: So maybe they're extracting mucin from snails and they're not just like chopping up snails and putting it in, you know, serums.
0: How does cause ex source snail mucin? Snails are placed over a mesh net in a dark and quiet room for about 30 minutes. The snails are left alone to freely roam the net, leaving mucin in their trails. <laughs> Throughout the process, there is no external stress applied to the snails or the mesh net to force mucin production.
1: Interesting. Very interesting. How many snails are we talking here?
0: I don't know.
1: I, I need to see the process. There's got to be a YouTube video, right?
0: And it says, optimal mucin production occurs when snails are well-rested and comfortable, which is why CauseRx's manufacturer tries their best to make sure the snails are healthy and comfortable.
1: i got a snail warehouse working in there.
0: You know? A snail sanctuary. All right, friends, this has been (laughs) our venture into Cruelty-Free Beauty with Megan and Wendy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to come back on Thursday where we will be discussing the Hallmark Countdown to Christmas movie open by Christmas. We also have a brand new Patreon main podcast episode available to you and a new podcast. Hallmark Patreon episode dropping this week So if you're not in our Patreon community Head on over to patreon.com Slash Megan and Wendy for more Exclusive Podcast episodes Guys we've been busy
1: we've been busy working
0: So busy (laughs) have a great Week goodbye bye